Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And all we can do is sit here and have a nice day, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're having a nice day, having a nice morning here in Melbourne town and across the nation, wherever you're listening to the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Paul Sebastiani here with you in the studio. We've got around about half an hour's time left. We're going to be going through ad-free to the end of the show and joining us on the line. And just a little heads up as well. If you have been calling and texting through uh, our machine here at the moment, uh, well, in no uncertain terms, it's it's buggered. Uh, it's frozen. I can call out, but... Unfortunately, uh, if you have tried to call in, we're not uh, not exactly seeing anything here on the on the machine here. So apologies if you have tried to call in or text in, and I haven't picked up or haven't read anything out. Uh, that's why the uh, the lines have uh, have been down a little bit. So uh, I've been able to get a hold of our US sports expert. He goes by the name of Chris Perkins. He's on the line now. A very good morning to you, Chris. How are you? Hey, good morning. Ad free to the end. All right, I'm ready. I'm caffeined up. <laughs> love it. Love it. I am as well. Uh, just scoffed down a little bit of pasta as well during those ad breaks that we got through, Chris. So I'm all energized, and yeah. energized, carved up, caffeined up, and ready to go. Let's get into the Packers right. and Titans. All right. Thursday night football, week 11. It is here. And wow, how have things changed for the Green Bay Packers over the last few days? Uh, uh, they I, were I, riding a, a five-game losing streak. We're about to make it six until they they woke up against the Cowboys. Yes, sorry, yes, dude. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> and, and now they're going to a Thursday night game on you know on short rest uh, against a pretty banged-up Tennessee Titans defense. They've got uh, multiple guys on defense out for uh, for tonight. Uh, their safety, Imani Hooker, he's out with a shoulder. Uh, outside linebacker, Bud Dupree, he's out with a hip injury. Uh, there's other defenders on the injury report, uh, I- including uh, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, who was a pro bowler last year. Uh, he's on the injury report, but uh, may play tonight. Uh, he's not ruled as out yet. But uh, And also Tennessee center, ben, uh, ben Jones, he's out after not clearing concussion protocol. It would just seem things so, are lining up beautifully for the Packers at the moment, are they? And I think the I think the quick backup for them and the minimal rest, I think it's going to work in their favour because they don't have to worry about thinking too much about what's to come or what they've done or what what they haven't been able to achieve this year. They got the monkey off the back, uh, monkey off the shoulder against Dallas last week, as much as it pains me to say. And you know, yep. I, I think they get a great chance, as you said and highlighted, Chris, to to really rebound and and hit hard against the against the weakened Titans outfit. Yeah, and this will be a, another game where they've got a shot at saving their season and maybe going on a run that gets them to the playoffs. Already at six losses, they're down four and a half games uh, behind the Minnesota Vikings with now they've got seven games left, including tonight the Packers do. So that is a huge deficit to try to make up for to, to win the division the win the NFC North. So they've got to look at wild card and eleven wins may be may get you a seven seed. It okay? might it might uh, indeed. I, 
10 or 11. So the Packers, they've got to have the mindset of we got to win out. we got to win every game to, to make the playoffs. Like 10 might get you in uh, to that seven seed, but I, you, you don't want to – you know, come down to week 18 and have to win a game to to get into the playoffs. So, uh, you know, they got to bank every win they can get. And, you know, it started Sunday. It's got to continue tonight. This is a must win for, for Green Bay or they are in deep trouble. Exactly right. The playoffs. Exactly right. Uh, speaking of must wins, uh, the Falcons coming up against the Bears. The Falcons one game behind uh, the Buccaneers at the moment, and that NFC South is really, really, really tight. Buccaneers at five and five, the Falcons at four and six. I mean, you would think, I mean, this Bears defense, and we saw Dallas really probe them open a couple of weeks ago, three and seven, you know, season sort of teetering on the brink of it's all over. The Falcons probably looking at it and thinking, well, I mean, Tampa Bay has not exactly shown amazing form this season and if we can lock this game away you know that that top gong for for us in in um in our division is is definitely definitely up for grabs against Tampa Bay yeah it's it's amazing how how you look at things complete how things can look completely different uh, based on your division i mean these teams Atlanta and Chicago they're separated by a game Chicago's 3 and 7 Atlanta's 4 and 6 thing about Atlanta is they're in a god awful division and a team out of the NFC South has to win, win the division and get a home playoff game. Atlanta's only a game behind Tampa. Chicago's only a game worse than Atlanta, but they're five and a half games behind Minnesota and, and dead and buried in terms of winning the division and on life support to, to get a wild card berth at three and seven. And Chicago, they, they've been exciting. They've had some close games, had some close losses, including you know, last week against uh Detroit, they lost 31-30. They lost by three to a really good Miami team. Yeah, Dallas torched them two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. So did New England. Uh, but uh, they've they've had close games. Um, they they've beaten Houston. They or excuse me, they they blasted New England. Uh, I misread misread the notes here. Uh, they blasted New England by 19 points two and a half weeks ago. So. You know, Chicago's been kind of all over the map. We've seen Justin Fields grow into into being an elite dual threat quarterback, certainly with his running ability. Uh, you know, you want to you want to uh, have a, a little bit of or a lot of success against the Chicago Bears. Keep Justin Fields contained in the pocket. The problem is, good luck with trying that because he <laughs> exactly. is so good at breaking <laughs> contained. It's one thing. Uh, it's one thing to notice it, Chris, and try to stop it. It's another thing actually doing it. Yeah, yeah, you can you can tell your defense all day long. Hey, keep him contained in the pocket. Uh, it, it's a whole different world when you get out on the field and just see how fast that guy is and how fast laterally is, and, and how quick he can make a move to to get out of trouble. You think you've got him locked up, and he slips away, and all of a sudden it's a twenty yard gain. When when you think you've got him for a seven or eight yard loss. He's put, he, you know, he's getting the first down. They're moving the chains, and you're going, yeah, what do we have to do to stop this guy?" Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. Uh, okay, let's let's look at some of the other games that we're we're looking forward to in in week eleven. Uh, namely, I think, well, it's probably going to be. I mean, it's probably the game of the round. You would say 
just with regards to where both teams are at. The Vikings and the Cowboys. It's Monday morning, our time here. It'll be Sunday night over in your neck of the woods in the US. But isn't this shaping up to be a, an absolute cracker of a match? Yeah, and it's going to be huge. And you're talking about two teams coming off really, you know, emotional games. Uh, the Cowboys, of course, their loss in Green Bay. Uh, they're going to be mad going into Minnesota. Minnesota is going to be riding a high, getting that miracle win against Buffalo last week up in Buffalo, 33-30 in overtime. Uh, you could you could see Minnesota have a letdown and, and the Cowboys sneak in and, and win this game. Uh, the Cowboys, by the way, they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite yes. against the 8-1 and one Vikings. The, this is a line that, I'm not buying this line at all. I am not buying the Cowboys as a favorite in this game at all. I am very happy to 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 take the Vikings in this one uh, and get a point and a half because the Vikings have proved they, they are a good football team. They're winning hard games, the Vikings are. Mm-hmm. Last week, the, the win against Buffalo that admittedly they had no business winning, I'll, I'll <laughs> grant you that, but you know, you look back, look through their schedule. They've won now seven in a row. Uh, their only loss was a 24-7 loss on a Monday night in Philadelphia. Uh, they've, uh, they've, in every one of their games, three points against Buffalo, three against Washington, eight against Arizona, eight against Miami, seven against Chicago, three against New Orleans, four against Detroit. They're only blowout win was opening day against the Packers. They beat them 23 to seven and the Packers. Well, they weren't a very good team then just like they're mediocre now. (laughs) Uh, So, but my point is Minnesota has been, has been challenged each and every week this season during this seven game winning streak. And they have answered every challenge. Dallas had a two touchdown lead last week. Let it get away from them. Okay, so I, I'm I'm curious to see how how Dallas bounces back mm. with another road trip up north. And, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, a trip up to Minnesota, uh, hostile crowd. It, it's going to be fun. I think it'll be a close game, but I do like Minnesota to take this take this one down, and go to nine and one, and, and then you start getting. A lot more questions asked of the Cowboys. Mm. Are they for real or were they a mirage? Exactly. That, that we've seen the first half it's, of the year. So, you know, we'll see. I look forward to it. It's been the question of the Cowboys for the last, oh, well, probably 10 years since since Jason Garrett had the, <laughs> the pressure put on him and and now the new regime that's that's come in and taken over. Um, you know, it could also be a case, I mean, Dallas, the, the minus 1.5 favorite, could it also be a case of just uh, – I mean, the the opinion within the NFL fraternity and, and a lot of the people who follow it saying that the NFC East is just such a strong area of the competition this year. And, you, you know, you sort of look at the Vikings and think, but I know you did say that they have answered every question uh, of them this season. Is it a case of, I think maybe just the NFC is just looking really, really strong? Uh, the, the NFC East, certainly, yeah. You've got, you got the Eagles, you know who who just suffered their first loss. 
The Giants have been a nice surprise package. Cowboys above 500, even with Dak missing four weeks. And even Washington's been pretty good. Okay, I mean, Washington just beat Philadelphia Monday night. So that that top to bottom, that's a really good division. And, and I, I think there's a, a little bit of everybody looking at Minnesota and going, Kirk Cousins leading an 8-1 team, it, it doesn't <laughs> compute. Even though all Kirk Cousins has done throughout his career is defy expectations. All right? He has... He doesn't – I don't think he gets the respect that he, he really deserves because he, he just wins ball games. all right? He's not flashy. He's not this, this guy who's going to go out and throw 400 yards, four touchdowns every game. He's not going to run for 125 yards a game. He just steps back in the pocket. He makes his throws. He finds his receivers. And lo and behold, the Minnesota Vikings typically come out with a win, all right? That's all I want from a quarterback. I don't need flash. I just need guys who are going to go out and make the plays and, and win ball games. That's exactly right. And, and I think there, I, I think that, that there's a little lack of respect uh, for for the abilities of Kirk Cousins and by extension the entire Minnesota Vikings organization. And all they do is go out and win games. Yep. And, uh, and they've on. done it eight times this year. It's absolutely spot on. Um, yeah, and I think. I don't think anyone can can knock that. Uh, we'll f- well, we'll find out in uh, in a couple of in a couple of days' time. It's uh, it's going to be a cracker that game between the Vikings and the Cowboys. Uh, l- let's look at another game which is really intrigued me. I mean, the Saints versus the Rams. Two teams really sort of struggling this year. More, how just the Rams just they just have not had any mojo or any sense of I don't know re- real momentum or, or or stability about. Their season thus far this year. I mean, three and six for for the defending champion of of the NFL. You know, Super Bowl winners last year. They they look a not a, not a shadow of what they've what they did last season. They they just look in a completely different universe to to what they were able to achieve last season. Yeah, they def- they don't even look like a proper shadow of what they were last year. Now, last year they were a strong defense uh, with a really good offense as well. This year, Matt Stafford. Through nine games, he's thrown eight touchdown passes. Yeah, eight. off the boil, off the boil. That 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 does not compute. You do not have elite starting quarterbacks in the NFL in nine games throw eight touchdown passes. This the offense has just disappeared for the Rams, and, and it's going to get worse right now because Cooper Cup had uh, suffered a high ankle sprain and had surgery, so he, he's going to be out for a while. Excuse me, um, but yeah, just pulling up the pulling up the Rams schedule here. Uh, their their biggest point output this year thirty one week two against Atlanta and a thirty one twenty seven victory. They've only hit twenty one other or two other times this year against the Cardinals and against the Panthers. Um, the like I said, this offense has just disappeared for the L A Rams and. Uh, you know, not having Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, you know, you lose a weapon on offense uh, with with him, you know, being injured and being a free agent uh, now. So uh, they they just haven't been able to replace him or find anybody who can who can fill in that void. And you know, Cooper Cup going down, that's your best weapon, and, and mm. he's gone. Who's going to step up for the for the L.A. Rams now? And they're at a point at three and six where. 
it's now getting down to they're going to have to win out to make a playoff spot or win all but one one game the rest of the way and they they've struggled to find W's this year uh, with with just three in their first nine. So yeah, it's a it's a big issue for the Rams, and I don't see it getting much better for them. This is this has definitely been a bad Super Bowl hangover for the Rams. Yeah, definitely has. It's a Super Bowl hangover is definitely the way a way to define it. Uh, okay, let's look at a handful of other games coming up to us as well. I think, namely, one of the the bigger teams that really needs this get right game to go the way it seems to and and how many will predict the Buffalo Bills playing the Cleveland Browns. Buffalo Bills, maybe, I mean, the 6-3 and record, I mean, strong enough, but I think many predicted them to be maybe a little bit more dominant than they have been up to this point in the season. Yeah, listen, two weeks ago they were 6-1 and and we were talking about them Mm. being the best team in the league, Mm -hmm. okay? And how things change quickly in the NFL with two three-point losses. Now they fall into six and three. They're third place in the AFC East. I mean, you're not pushing the panic button, but you are looking at it. And they're they're going against the Browns. Yeah, this can be a get-right game because the Browns have been bad this year too. They're three and six. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, But here's the wild card in this game. Have you seen the forecast for Buffalo for this week? Oh, this I think was this we were talking about it the other day. There's going to be what you call what is it? Lake effect snow. Yes, lake effect snow. And okay. uh, if you want, if you want an idea uh, of what a football game during lake, during a lake effect snowstorm looks like, I tweeted this out, uh, retweeted from somebody else this morning. A video of a December 2017 game in Buffalo between the Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. Love where it. the snow was coming down at, at times so hard you could barely see the play. <laughs> and, and then you've got and then you've got the piles of snow. Okay, you've got so you know eight, nine, ten inches of snow on the field where you know they're they're trying to the, to keep the yard lines you know every five yards at least cleared off and the the hash marks cleared off so uh, you know you kind of know where the ball is uh you know you had snow drifts out the back of the end zone saw one guy make a catch the back of the end zone uh he winds up landing in a snow drift and virtually disappeared (laughs) that's what we're looking at for sunday so that that That, might is what we're it might throw a spanner in the works for for buffalo because conditions like that could sometimes assist the underdog in those situations. Yeah, it, it could. It, it's just you're going to have a lot more random stuff, okay, uh, happen, and, and it's it's how you deal with that random stuff. Like you're you're going to have you're going to have plays where wide you know wide receiver goes out against the defender, makes a cut, one of them falls down. If it's the receiver, defender stay, falls down, defender stays up, it's an interception. If the defender falls down, receiver stays up, it's a touchdown. Okay? Random things like that ha- are, are going to happen in bad weather games uh, at a lot greater clip than they do in a, re- in a regular game where it's sunny and 70 degrees outside. Okay? So that, those are things you have to watch for and how you respond to them. Kicking will be an issue. 
because he can't get firm footing on exactly. on the ground to to plant to kick. The winds will be howling out of the out of the southwest, <laughs> which I think turns out to be a crosswind at the uh, at the Highmark Stadium. Uh, so trying to kick field goals and extra points that could be an adventure. And of course, you know, just the the accumulations of, and they're calling for upwards of two to four feet. We're we're talking a meter of snow. Crazy. That's going to fall between now and Sunday up in Buffalo. Uh, You know, the the NFL actually uh, saw a report from Adam Schefter on Twitter. He Mm -hmm. tweeted out that the NFL is monitoring and they're talking to the Bills and Browns. I, if this snow if this snowstorm materializes in a big way, uh, they could they might possibly move the game to another location. Okay. Uh, could move it to a different day. Don't uh, those those are uh, possibilities. Now uh, the the problem for the Bills is uh, can't really move their game to Monday night because they're scheduled to play Thursday in Detroit Thanksgiving Day. So moving the game to Monday is not really going to be an option. So I don't know what the NFL will do. They got a few days to decide, but uh, if this storm materializes in a big way, uh, emergency plans could uh, could come into force. We'll see. Okay. All right. So we will we'll have to wait and see exactly what what occurs there. But uh, weather causing havoc uh, in Buffalo. Okay. Uh, the two New York teams, the Giants, come up against Detroit uh, Giants. Favorite in that game by three points uh, across our side as well. And then New England facing uh, the New York Jets. Uh, Those two games will be played at the exact same time. So we get a great line uh, on the Giants and the Jets coming into week 11. Uh, How are you seeing these two games play out? I've got a, I have a sneaking suspicion that both New York teams might drop this game, might drop these games. Well, I... Yeah, there, there's there's a chance. I mean, New York's been, the the Giants. They they've been a pretty lucky team this year. Okay, they're you know they're at seven and two, so they're right in the hunt in the uh, NFC East. But they've had a lot of close games this year. Okay, the uh, the Giants uh, pulling up their schedule here. Uh, their biggest win this year, eight points against. Uh, Houston and against Chicago. They they beat Houston last week 24-16. <clears throat> so a lot of close games and, and also just making plays when they needed to make them. Okay. They they have you know, they're they've been outscored through the first this is a stat from a story uh, by Bill Barnwell this morning on ESPN. They've been outscored by eight points through the first three quarters of the game. Fourth quarter, they're plus 22 in point differential. So fourth quarter, it, you know, close game. The Giants have found a way to come back and, w- and win some of these games. Um, he's pulling, pulling some other stuff up here. This, some other stats I saw here. Uh, they're, they're 26th per uh, rank 20. Their defense ranks 26th per play. Outside the red zone, but they've been the league's best defense inside the 20-yard line this year. So they're giving up plays to get into the red zone, but they're shutting teams down when they get when they finally get inside the scoring area. 
close to the end zone and at least holding the field goals. And when you can save four points, well, every point matters in an NFL game. And when you're winning close games, your defense steps up and makes plays when they count uh, just to keep your team in a ball game. That's a, that's an explanation of why the Giants are seven and two right now. Uh, they play a team that that's been really bad on defense at times, uh, but they've had some close games as well. And last week they win their they they beat Chicago uh, by a point. Uh, Detroit does uh, so. I, I expect another good game. Like the Giants being a three point favorite. It's a little surprising because of the the difference in record. I mean, Detroit's three and six. The Giants are seven and two. Um, so I, I obviously we're expecting a good game. I don't know how good of a game we're going to get. And the Lions, they've won two in a row as well. They beat the Packers two weeks ago. Yeah, and looking like they're just continuing their improvement. You know, with I mean, obviously they they went through rebuild over the couple of seasons and they're just, you know, they're just chipping away. I think, you know, in two to three years time, they'll ho- hopefully try to bear the fruits of the labor that they've put down. But uh, speaking of seven yeah. and two, uh, we've got around about four minutes, Chris, until we wrap it up here, the Kansas city chiefs and the LA Chargers go head to head uh, in a big one. Uh, the city chiefs looking to go eight and two uh, and they, they, they just keep chipping away with wins, just keep chipping and chipping away. Yeah, they just keep finding ways to win. Uh, uh, you know, the Chiefs at seven and two. Uh, they they had been trailing Buffalo. Remember, Buffalo beat Kansas City earlier this year. Correct in Kansas City. So Buffalo held the tie break, and all they needed to do was handle their business, and they were going to be hosting the playoffs. All right, the road to the Super Bowl in the AFC went through Buffalo. That changed in two weeks because. Buffalo's lost the last two. Kansas City's won those weeks that Buffalo lost. So now Kansas City sits top of the AFC again. And the the road to the Super Bowl, once again, goes through Kansas City. Um, They go to L.A. against the Chargers. The the computers like the Chiefs' chances. Uh, ESPN has them as an 80% chance to beat the Chargers. Uh, They're a six-point favorite. Patrick Mahomes has thrown for almost 3,000 yards. In the first nine games this year, he's averaging over 300 yards a game and has thrown 25 touchdowns. Um, Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things, 63 catches, 740 yards, eight touchdowns this year. It's the same stuff you see. We've seen the last number of years from Kansas City during this run. So uh, I would expect them to go into L.A. Now, L.A., has had the Chiefs number at least a little bit. Last year, they went into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs in a game that shocked a lot of people, although I'll pat myself on the back and say, uh, I picked it. Uh, <laughs> the Chiefs the Chiefs barely got out of, out of Arrowhead back in September with a 27-24 win over the Chargers. So uh, the Chargers play, play the Chiefs close, but I do expect Kansas City to go in and handle their business as a 7-2 and two team and, and the top team in the AFC. Love it. Uh, final thoughts as well, just before we wrap it up, Chris. Uh, the Commanders and the Texans. The Commanders, well, I mean, look, just based on, the, based on who Dallas and the Giants are playing this week, the Commanders could find themselves in a very, very interesting spot 
if they can take care of business against the Texans? They they can. They're five and five. Uh, the Texans are one seven and one. Uh, and Washington has played really good. Now it's a short week for them because they played Monday night against Philadelphia, and, and they wind up beating the Eagles, handing the Eagles their first loss of the season. Uh, uh, so there may be a little bit of a letdown. It's a road trip all the way down to Houston. Uh, but Washington, they've been sneaky good. This is a game they should win because they are the better team compared to the Houston Texans, who are just a mess. And, you know, being at 1-7-1, their their season's pretty much over with. Uh, for for Washington, they win this. They're 6-5. and five. They're in the thick of the NFC East race, or in, and certainly in the thick of the NFC wildcard race. Um, they're, they're taking playoffs. And, and a sixth win, get to 6-5. and five. Um Depending on results elsewhere, Philadelphia slips up, Dallas Giants slip up, and could tighten the whole division. Washington's last in the division at 5-5. The NFC East, the best division in football. So uh, I I like the commanders in this one comfortably. Like it. Like it. All right. Uh, That's it, mate. Fantastic NFL rappers. It always is. I think this is going to be a really good week. There's going to be a lot of shifting and moving throughout each conference uh, and throughout the divisional uh, segments uh, and mate, I'm really looking forward to to this week of of uh, this weekend of NFL um, and yeah, go Dallas. <laughs> yes, for you certainly. Yes. Yeah, go go Dallas. Uh, yeah, I, and you you don't want to see Stephen A. Smith crowing about uh, crowing about uh Cowboys look like Cowboys I know and love. You you don't want to see another week of that. No, you know what I want to see, Chris? I want to see Skip Bayless with a big, big, big fat smile on his face donning (laughs) donning the Prescott jersey. But, uh, Chris, we'll wrap it up there. About to get to a break. But thanks for joining us again, mate. Much appreciated. All right. Have a good night. You too. There we go. Chris Perkins joining us from over in the USA. And that is a wrap here on the Overnight Crowd for another night. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, as we always are. It's bye for now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.